Welcome to Worst Take Sports Show. I'm one of your hosts, Triune. Fellas, introduce yourselves. What up? It's your boy, Doughboy. New nickname alert. Doe Namath, because I'm a classic nigga, as you heard. <laughs> mm, I see it. I see it. You know what it is. I'm your man, ZQ. Together, we form like Voltron to create the Worst Take Sports Show. Let's get into it, Nick. And yeah. before we get started today, let me make a quick I announcement. You got my intro, nigga. Oh, I forgot about you. I God damn. I forgot about you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yo, yeah. it's the worst take sports show. If you haven't seen us before, we are a sports show that covers all of the major sports topics in the sports world. However, we are not limited by network censorship. We're not limited by sponsor censorship. We say what the fuck we want to say when the fuck we want to say because we don't give a fuck, you heard? These are facts. Now let me cut Now we're going to segue over to the big skin wonder. So, listen. So if you guys are watching this, you guys are obviously I am Doughboy TV fans because (laughs) this is premiering on my main station. The reason why we want to do this is because we want to let you guys know about this podcast. I waited some time for us to kind of catch our groove before I brought it to the main station. He ain't trust me. You guys are going to be getting this two episodes a week for five weeks. What I want you to do, though, is please hop into the description, follow the Worst Take podcast YouTube page, subscribe to it, because after this fifth, after this five weeks, after these 10 episodes, there will be no more. So enjoy it while it's here, but please like and subscribe to the Worst Take podcast YouTube page and join us over there. You feel. Let's get it. Uh, we appreciate the you allowing us to use a real estate. Yes, 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 yes. So let's get into our first topic for today. Okay. J.J. Watt has signed with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, what makes this so significant on this show is because we are all fans of that division, or we're all fans of teams in that division, right? Yes. The NFC West. I'm a 49ers fan, Q, you're a Seahawks fan, Doe, you're a Rams fan. I am. This absolutely affects us. Yes. So I want to get your take on on the signing. You think it was a good move for him? What do you think the trajectory of the Cardinals are going to be going forward? Doughboy, I'll let you go first. Listen, I honestly feel like J.J. ain't got much left in the tank. Mm. And this was an absolute money grab because you're not winning no ring with no Cardinals, no time soon. I feel like he went to the highest bidder. There is no, even there's no, and it kind of sucks because it's like, bro, you were with the same team your entire career. They give you the blessing to go leave. It would have made sense to me if he would have went to Pittsburgh to be with his bros. It would have made sense if he would have went to Green Bay because I think he has some ties there at school or whatever. But to, I mean, I heard that there were talks about the Browns. I didn't get that at all. But to go to the Cardinals, nigga, why? It's not like they have a solid ass defense. It's not like they're making a bunch of noise in the West. Clearly, they gave him the biggest contract, and this was kind of a disappointment to me because I feel like if you're at least going to leave a team that you've been with forever, it should be to go get a ring, and there cannot be any motivation for you to get a ring with the fucking Cardinals. Q. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't think Doughboy is really appreciating what this actually means. Uh, J.J. Watt still can play football. 
Like, let's not get it fucked up. Not JJ that good. Watt, not JJ, that good. He, yes, above average at the least. Above average. He is better than at least 60 to 70% of the people at his position. That okay. that may he may not be elite, but he is a good pickup regardless. And on that defense, he is an upgrade. You do know so, that he got cut, right? He got cut. No, he asked for a waiver. No, he, he asked. Right, he got released. So yeah. if he was that good, why would they let him go? Because he they knew they he asked for it. And and the fact is, is that J.J. Watt has been a loyal member of that franchise. Um, you see, they didn't I, keep that I, same energy for Deshaun Watson, though. I, I think I did see that's not what we were talking about. We're talking about J.J. Watt. And in J.J. Watt's case, you know, I think that him going to Arizona, um, I mean, that's a team that that's just a couple pieces away. Um, obviously, they got D Hop out at wide receiver, excellent, one of the best in the league. Kyler Murray's gotten better each year he's been in the league. He's not elite yet. He's not living up to the standards as to where people thought he would be, but he's getting better every single year. And Cliff Kingsbury, as the head coach of the Cardinals, actually has exceeded expectations. So I think it's a good situation for him. On top of that, they built a brand new football stadium. They got a brand new football stadium. Do you think he's gonna has a really, shot? Really a Does he have a legitimate shot of getting a ring in the next two years? I think he might. Okay. I, I think he might. I'm I'm not gonna say definitive, but the NFC West is a tough division. Let's not get it fucked up. But there's gonna be two teams that come out of that division. There's gonna be the division winner, and there's gonna be a wild card team that come out of the NFC West. It's just clockwork. Every single year, it happened last year. It happened the year before. It, it damn near we can basically bet on it. So, you know, one of our teams is going to get left out in the rain this year. It's just what's going to happen. Um, the Rams, the Niners, the Hawks. Ain't going to be no Rams, nigga. We got Matthew Ain't going to be no Niners either, I don't think. Yeah, yeah y'all, right. y'all, y'all can say that, but we, we know what it is who won the NFC West the last few years, but but we won't get into that. We'll do that another time because it was the Se- <laughs> it was the Seahawks and we all know the answer. But I mean, the point by, is. By us saying our teams aren't going to be there, we're given the nod without. I said one of them ain't gonna be there. I said no. I know the Niners are making the playoffs. Fuck what y'all uh-huh. talking about. I mean, I mean, I'm not the Niners. I'm sorry, the Rams. My you know the Niners. The Rams. The Rams. Are making, see, this is the debauchery yeah. that I have to. The Forty Niners used to be my team, but I had time. to let them go because of what they did to Kaepernick. I didn't so the league is good. Anyways, hold on. So, we didn't get. We didn't get. We didn't get Triune's take. What was Tri? What, what is Triune's take? I don't think, I don't oh, think he was oh. done yet. No, so in in conclusion, since niggas is getting defensive about their teams in the NFC West, um, you know, what it comes down to is that I think this is a good situation. It's a team that's on the rise. Um, They have an upside and and a high ceiling. If Kyler Murray gets better the way that he has in his first two years, I think he's going to be a formidable force. Um, You know, DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, I mean, that's just where it's at. I think this is a good fit for him. Obviously, we talked about we would not care as much if it didn't happen in our division, and that's exactly what happened. So, you know, I absolutely care, and I'm not going to sleep any better knowing that I have to see J.J. Watt twice a year. So in uh, true fashion, what I said a few episodes back, I wouldn't give a fuck where J.J. Watt (laughs) went unless it affected my team. And this affects my team. Do I think that the Arizona Cardinals are a Super Bowl contender now? Absolutely not. However, 
I do think that they will be one of those teams that are going to be way more competitive. And I do think that they could fuck around and sneak into the wild card, or they could be one of those teams that fucks up another team's playoff opportunity in that 15th or 16th game of the season. I absolutely feel like they could be that. And that could be one of our teams. I want to move on to kind of what Doughboy said about JJ Watt going somewhere to get a ring. Okay. So, I guess I just have different belief when it comes to this. I believe that winning a ring is an extremely special and lucky thing in any any sport that's not individual. Uh-huh. And I think that there are a lot of things that go into winning a ring above and beyond just a player's contribution. It's the organization, it's leadership, it's coaching staff, it's everything. You have to have a championship organization. I don't right. know if there's a place where J.J. Watt could have went to just plug in and turn that organization into a championship contender. Motherfucker went to the Bucks. He's not. He is not one of those transformational players anymore. He's on the back end of his career. He's on the. He's on the downslope. And I can't believe you would ever hang on a nigga for getting bread. No, you go get the money, but nigga, you got your 31 million, 23 guarantee. He has your, 31 what? potential million reasons why he went to Arizona. Nah, but once you get that money. guaranteed million reasons why nah, he went to Arizona. No, no, no. And I will always be okay with a player getting paid a thousand. Well, my, but my nigga, then you should have just played out your contract because they had already maxed you out anyway. You are once you get over a hundred million, it's only so much shit that you can do so, over a so hundred million. And he could have went to a lot. The nigga could have went to much better teams and had much better chance of getting a ring, i.e. Bills. You don't know how you don't know who was you don't know who was in his phone. You don't know who was calling him and as well, and as well, yes, he could have played out his contract in Texas. However, Everybody knows that that's a horrible organization. But they if, let him if, go if, to go try to win. He's not going to win or Arizona. They let him go because they because they were trying to help him win. They let him go because he requested it, and they felt like it would be financially a good thing for them to do. And then he goes <laughs> to get the most money he can. Absolutely, and why not? What they say that that's the reason. Don't say it's because you want to go win. No, but see, he here's the thing, though. Did he say that? Because I can hear J.J. Watt say that. Did you hear that, Q? When no, he asked I, for I his release, he said he wanted his release so he could play for a contender. They ain't no, no fucking he didn't. Contender. He never said the word contender. Maybe I, I, he said it in call. my mind. He maybe, said it in my mind. Maybe a contender didn't call, and the Arizona Cardinals did with 31 million of them whoppers. No, but here's the thing, though, and this is another thing that you guys are forgetting to remember. The NFL is not the NBA, and it's not Major League Baseball in a sense where – you're going to go to a team that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt is going to be in the contender conversation. We every year at the beginning of the year talk about a team that we think is a contender in the NFL that ends up being a wash. It's not like the NBA. It's not like Major League Baseball where you can see that clearly because when you go to a team in the NBA, you can go to a contender that's going to be a contender for three to four years for sure. If you go to the Lakers, he could have went to, to the, the Bucks and 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 chase and and, and seriously contend. But for you him. are assuming that the Bucks called his agent. But they Don't also have confirmed that 
No, but when you other- get a release from the fucking Texans, that means you can basically go play for the league minimum if you have to. to no, take but them. but though, why would have- he can play for league minimum if he can get 31 million in Arizona and it's an organization upgrade? Because and- if it's about the money, then say it's about the fucking money. Don't say it's because you want to win, nigga. That's what we all thought this was. Who said it's about the money? What player has ever come out here and said, I'm trying to get paid, my nigga? But of course, this is the reason he left. I'm just saying, you don't expect this from a vet like fucking JJ. No, but but how do you know? But how do you how do you how do you know that that's why he left? You don't. We just okay. he left because I think that JJ Watt also might have been the type of person to be like, you know what? Just being in this organization sucks. I just want to be somewhere where it's functional, where they actually have a functioning organization from the top down that. I can trust the person above me, the person above him, the person above him. He didn't have that in Houston anymore. Yeah. Side note, you know what's funny about this? Side note. froze over. No, you side note. Where, where it's warmer, too. Pete, 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 we didn't even think about this. And then we can move on whenever y'all are ready. But we didn't even think about this. D-Hop had put a tweet out like two weeks ago when he was a free agent and said, yo, let's run it back. And he had put a picture up. Of him and um JJ Watt. I wonder if that may have had something to do hey, with him. Maybe he wants to go I'm play good. with D Hop. I want to go. Play I can respect play. that if that's the reason. Hey, if one of y'all, if we was all in the league and one of y'all was like a different team, I would absolutely try and get there. Even if it was for less money? Well, he can take less money. He didn't take the bag and he was gonna play with his bro. So, okay. Go. So I want to stay in the NFL and I want to stay in the NSC West, right? Okay. So now there's these rumors being floated out there that there could be a potential Russell Wilson for Dak Prescott straight up swap. I think you got I'm gonna it. go to Doughboy first because I know Q is over here. Like I told you, niggas, shut up about listen, this. Listen, <laughs> go listen, go ahead, Doughboy. Listen, first of all, you're not gonna be able to get. I'm telling you, like I said on last week's episode, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are are Belichick and Brady 2.0. It's not going to work. I think this would be definitely dope for the league. And to be very honest, I feel like Seattle would be in a better position for the long run with Dak versus Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is dope, but he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's a little older. And I feel like he makes the Cowboys Super Bowl contenders right now, and they might win that shit. So I think that would be a perfect trade for the fucking league, and I hope to see it happen. And I'm all for it. Yiddy. All right, I'm going to go second on this one, Q, because I think <laughs> probably got a whole clip loaded. All right, so I don't like this at all. I think that this is absolutely crazy and doesn't make sense on either side, right? So I happen to think that Russell Wilson is too classy of an individual to play for a trashy organization like the Cowboys. But he put the Cowboys on his list of places he'd go to. I mean, this is per, this is, this is quoted per his uh, agent. No, no, no. This wasn't per his agent. That's what someone said they quoted his agent as saying, and news organizations fucking lie all the time. That's why Worst Take exists. So my my, my point is, is I think that Russell Wilson is way too classy of a person and an individual to play for such a trashy organization ran by a trashy trashy word. 100%, they're a trashy organization. What they're doing with Dak has proven that they're a trashy organization. And you've said that in previous episodes, you just haven't used trashy as an adjective. Trashy is a get to the point ass word. but but (laughs) But anyways, and although I think Russell Westbrook improves them on the field. Wilson. Wilson, yeah, I mean. You're saying Westbrook. I'm such an NBA nigga, ain't I? Yeah. Um, so Russell Wilson mm-hmm. 
although I do think that he improves him on the field, like exponentially for sure. But I think given the system, I think given just the entire organization, he may not even perform that way. And then Dak in Seattle, Dak is a fucking below average mediocre quarterback in Seattle. Whoa! They can't fucking protect anybody. And Dak, unlike Russell Wilson, needs protection. He's just called Dak Prescott below average? No, I said in Seattle. In Seattle, he's below average, not in Dallas. I'm saying the way that their organizations are set up. Pete Carroll purposefully doesn't put so much firepower on the O-line because he kind of like relies on the fact that Russell Wilson can get himself out of very nefarious situations. This is not, this is not Dak Prescott's strength. (laughs) That line will get him fucking killed in Seattle. And I'd be surprised if he even finished one season as a healthy quarterback. That's a strong team. This nigga here. Okay. First of all, Doughboy is the nigga who believes every time TMZ says Betty White died. <laughs> because right. every every time, every time someone says something with a camera, mm-hmm. Doughboy takes it as fact. Or they wouldn't this, have said it on the internet. This, oh yeah, because the internet tells the truth. This is everything wrong with NFL journalism. First of all, you mean to tell me that out of all the teams in the NFL, the ones that he wants to go to are the shittiest and trashiest organizations by far. The Cowboys besides, are America's team, but, nigga. They haven't been America's team since before I was even a thought in my parents' mind, nigga. The Dallas Cowboys haven't been a threat for years, they are not your granddaddy's cowboys. Emma Smith is not coming out of retirement to help. This is what's happening now. The only situation that Russell Wilson actually said that he would be willing to go to that I feel like is an actual threat down the line, because it's not happening soon, but down the line is for him to go and play for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Now, that's it. Now, when it comes to all of this stuff surrounding the Russell Wilson for Dak Prescott trade, First of all, it would never happen straight up. Yes, it would. No, it wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. First of all, there is one very easy five-letter word that we just talked about as to why it wouldn't work, and that's money. Dak Prescott is not under contract. He's going to play again this year on the franchise tag. Russell Wilson just signed an NFL record for an extension, which I think was just broken like within the last few months. Yeah. But but at the time, Russell Wilson has signed had signed an NFL record, biggest biggest NFL extension in the history of the game. <coughs> it wouldn't work straight up. It wouldn't. Number one, like I said, for money reasons. Number two, Dak Prescott. As much as I respect him and think that he is an above average quarterback who has the ceiling capability to be in the elite conversation, I think that. There's no way that the Seahawks just abandoned Russell Wilson and trade Russell Wilson for a Dak Prescott who hasn't taken a snap since he took the Joe Theismann, okay? So that's the reality of the situation. I think that there's the possibility that maybe Dallas would put together some sort of package that included Dak Prescott, but it wouldn't be a a Dak Prescott for Russell Wilson straight up. There's no way in hell. It's just not happening. I believe it's a way in hell. Now, the Cowboys... The Cowboys 
are a joke, okay? <laughs> no one in their right mind wants to go play for Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones. Like, right. no one in their right mind is choosing that situation. Um, and the Seahawks are not going to entertain a trade for Russell Wilson unless they get maximum value. And I think if they don't, me, they will ask for it. How do you feel about this? Can I ask you a question? Yes. I feel like one of them got to go. I feel like either Pete's going to have to go or Russell's going to have to go, but I don't feel like you get to keep them both. How do you feel about that? I feel like they're going to play this year with Pete Carroll as the head coach and Russell Wilson as the quarterback, no matter what. I How feel like, feel? how do you feel? Try you feel like that they can coexist? Yeah, I don't think this is a situation of it being Pete Carroll's problem. I think this is an upper management ownership issue. I don't think this I is feel a like Pete when Russell's Carroll, not happy, Russell he can and, make it. He can make it uncomfortable. I don't think this is a Pete Carroll Russell Wilson quarrel. I don't think I that think at that all. It is. I think that it is. I think that it's he not. doesn't listen because who do you give the credit for their success to? Uh, Most people. Entire organization. This is why I started off the shit saying. It's the entire organization from ownership down to the ball boy, to the water boy. Those guys all are in championship form when someone wins a championship. And that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. I don't think this is a Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson. I think I feel like where there is smoke is fire. Where there is smoke, there is fire. And I do not believe that Russell Wilson will be a Seahawk come opening day. All right, so let's let's keep the smoke fire shit. There's a lot of smoke in New York City right now going on with the Knicks. Is there fire there? Are they real? Are they not getting spoken of enough in the press? What's going on with the Knicks? Q, go first. We talk about these niggas too much. It's, <laughs> what? It's, it's the Knicks. So it's what? The, it's the Knicks. Y'all niggas are that bored that you're entertained by listening to a soundbite about the Knicks. Wait a minute, the Knicks? Yes. The yes. Knicks? Boy on that, the Spike, Spike Lee Spike Lee has won like five or six awards for his movies since the Knicks were even relevant in a playoff championship picture. Which like, is the reason why that, that we need to be talking about them because they haven't been relevant. No. In years, and they are no, no. This is this is this is the result of an of a weak, top-heavy Eastern Conference. This is a result of the the Knicks being in the right place at the right time, where all of a sudden they make they're in the they're in the sixth seed. Oh shit! Watch out! They're in the, eighth the fourth seed. seed as of today. I just in, come on, come okay. on. This is a top. Here. This is a top-heavy Eastern Conference. We know that it's the Philadelphia 76ers. The Milwaukee Bucks haven't played up to stuff this year. The Indiana Pacers are doing what they always do, and they're like a threat right in the middle of the pack, right before they, you know, end on a, you know, losing eight out of ten and going into the playoffs, getting beat in the first round. This We know we've seen this movie before, man. The Knicks, whatever. Good on them. I don't know how they made the playoffs with James Dolan owning that team. I just don't know how in the hell that happened. But what I will say is good on them. I respect and love to Julius Randle because he's out here hooping. And he was one of the few people that the Lakers got rid of over the course of, you know, getting rid of all those picks and everybody we drafted. He was one of the few people that I actually really wish could have stayed. I wanted to see him stay in a Laker uniform. Um, but I'm glad to see he's having success. Um I don't think he should have been an all-star because of the way that they use the criteria. If, if you're on a team that's one or two games above 500, I feel like you make an all-star team is a little silly, but that's just the Eastern Conference. That's just how the Eastern Conference is. 
And this is not surprising for the for the Knicks to be doing this, but come on, man. Do we really believe that the Knicks are going to do anything but maybe get blown out in the first round? Come on, man. They might well, not even it, make it. I, they still got to get through the play-in tournament. Like, oh, boy. I couldn't disagree with you anymore, and that doesn't surprise me. But I think that this is the I think this is the best thing for the league right now because not only do you have one, but you have two relevant playoff basketball teams in New York. Let's not act like New York is not the media capital of the world. Let's not act like it's still not fucking New York. And the fact that they haven't been relevant in sports in a long time is the reason they haven't been relevant in basketball since the fucking 90s so the fact that they are making some noise like try said they're in the fourth seat i feel like they are one veteran piece away in free agency from really being able to make some noise in the east because the east is weak af i'm loving this i think that this is great for fucking basketball and i hope that they stay balling and i hope that they make the playoffs and make a serious run because this is great for the nba all right so the knicks are in the fourth seat yeah you got damn right all because of a weak-ass Eastern Conference. So you have the Miami Heat, they're underachieving. The Celtics are underachieving. The fucking Raptors are underachieving. The fucking Pacers are underachieving. The fucking Hornets are in the playoffs. And as of today, the Knicks are 500. So if you didn't think that Julius Randle was good enough to take a team to be 500, then you're just being disrespectful to Julius Randle. He's a good player, but he's a great player. And I'm glad that he's not going to Lakers anymore because he's a good player and I'd rather have Anthony Davis there. Even a hobbled Anthony Davis, I'll take over Julius Randle because at least a hobbled Anthony Davis would get me probably two or three games over 500. Um, This is a fucking nothing burger, to be honest. A nothing burger. It's a fucking Knicks. First of all, they're 500. That's a big they, deal. They, you know that they've been the laughing stock of the league for years. You do know that, right? They're going to return there as soon as possible. The only reason why the Knicks are doing pretty well is because of the climate and because a lot of teams in the East are underachieving. This is it's not their fault. They don't get to pick who they play. This is still a Dolan-owned organization. And what does that mean? That's an organization for profit, not for the fucking fans. So they don't give a fuck if the team wins. And if they start winning, whoever is the piece of that, if they're going to fucking trade, they're going to get rid of them. This is not a winning organization until the Dolan family gets the fuck up out of there and sells the team to someone that gives a fuck about winning. Hey, is Charles Oakley allowed back in, in the garden yet? <laughs> because if because if he's not, because if he's not, nigga, I'm telling you, this they this, did railroad that nigga. I will all, all this, all this is, bro, is just teasing. This is no. the this is Moises Alou out in left field when the Cubs were about to go back into the you know, go back into the you know, real mainstream winning picture in Major League Baseball, and a fan reaches over and grabs the baseball. That, like, literally, bro, this is the Knicks. We're talking about the Knicks. Talk to me about this come playoff time. Play Listen, bro. Oh, bet. I look forward to it. The same way niggas can't get nowhere in the garden like Dolan did with old boy, Mike Tomlin is over here talking about black coaches not being hired. And thank you. I have a really interesting take about this, but I'm gonna let you go first on this cue. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it's about time. 
You know, I know that he's been one of the few people who said something in the past. You know, I know this isn't the first time that he's brought up the lack of black coaches in this league, but there needs to be more attention on the subject. It does not surprise me that the first time that we really hear about this from, you know, a coach or a player this season, you know, is from Mike Tomlin. It doesn't surprise me. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think that it starts with people like him, you know, um, he's hired black coaches, you know, he's given minority coaches, you know, chances. Um, one of his, uh, one of his coaches that he had previously on his staff, just won a championship in Tampa in Byron Leftwich. Um, so, you know, I think that this is good coming from Mike Tomlin, but honestly, this is going to fall on deaf ears. I don't think anybody's going to really pay attention to this. I think that it's unfortunate because, it, you know, in order for real change to happen, there has to be more people who hop on that bandwagon and we don't have enough black stars in the NFL who are willing to make their owners uncomfortable by saying that we should have more black coaches. Double. It's, you know, well, um, I have a bit of a different take. I, I actually definitely applaud Mike Tomlin for doing this, but, um, I kind of feel like there needs to be a lot more of it. And I feel like almost at this point, the black coaches that aren't speaking out about it, and I mean the coordinators, any any type of leadership position that, that black men have in the NFL, if you're not speaking up about this shit at this point, I almost just take it as like, what's the word? Complicity? Like, like you're agreeing with the shit, whatever that word is. I don't want to- You're complicit. Me. You're being complicit. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like the players need to be speaking up. The fucking the 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 coaches like because it's like the the league is eighty percent black. All the players should be speaking up. Like, bruh, like I'm not saying you gotta make it like ninety percent black coaches, but it's just ridiculous for all of these really really great coaches to keep getting overlooked year after year after year, and they have to do so much. You know what I'm saying? Versus their white counterparts. So I feel like I do applaud Mike Tomlin for bringing it up, but I feel like everybody in the league needs to be speaking on this shit because it's really a big fucking problem. Okay, try right. really quick before you go, try. Right. Though, though, you know you said that you had a different take than me and then you pretty much said the exact same thing that I said. That's right? exactly my point, though. But you said you had a different. You said you had a different take than I did. Because I'm a ridiculous nigga is the point that I'm be trying to say. Oh, okay, that's all right. Okay. Always that's all right. always at the bottom of everything. That's that's fair. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I applaud Mike Tomlin. Um, obviously it needs to be said. Huh? Um, it needs to be said more. I agree with you guys on that. But I also have to be a little critical of Mike Tomlin. Oh. Because Mike Tomlin has not hired as many black coaches as he could have. Mike Tomlin has not actually done what he's asking others to do in full acceptance. Mike Tomlin has been pretty dismal in the amount of black assistant coaches or specialty coaches that he's hired over the years. And I think that when you have a position like that in Pittsburgh and when you're a person that has personnel power and you can put people in the position, you should do so more often than not. In fact, Mike, Mike, Tomlin, Mike Tomlin is on the record saying basically the same excuse that the white owners and white coaches give us. If there were um, more qualified guys out there, I'd hire them. Well, you know what? The league is 80% black. And every single year you have a retirement class. Every single year you have a specialty, a specialty person going back into the public and they all fucking need jobs and they all know the game very well. 
and you have relationships with these guys. So Mike Tomlin, I salute you speaking up, man. I think that more players and coaches should, and I think that they should really be pushing for more black ownership. They should be pushing for these white owners to get owners to give up ownership stake to make the league more inclusive. However, Mike Tomlin has had a, a platform and an opportunity for many years to do things. Facts. And he's been very dismal in his approach. And that's where my criticism comes in for him. That's a solid take, my nigga. I like yeah. that. No, I mean, I get that. He's, solid he, takes, nigga. He could, definitely, <laughs> he, could definitely, he could definitely do more. I mean, he's, he's had minority coaches. Um, he's not someone who's never hired minority coaches. So I want that to be clear. But he definitely can do more. It just, it can't be one voice, man. Like black men have to unite and there has to be four, five, six. I mean, you see what happens in the NBA. Like one person comes out and says, we, we were told we weren't going to have an all-star game this year. And now we do this kind of fucked up. And then a slew of players all come out in support of that. And I mean, it has to be the same domino effect in the NFL. Otherwise there will be no change. Well, this is a fact. Well, speaking of, speaking of massa, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I had Zlatan. 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 Had some uh, some choice words for LeBron James a few days ago. Um, he basically told LeBron James to shut up and dribble. And LeBron James responded and said that he will speak up for anything that he deems important. Um, I'd like to get you guys' take on this. Doughboy, we'll start with this. With you. Um, I always love uh, LeBron clapbacks. Like, I'm always here for them. I love how he, you know, consistently puts people in their place for their criticism of him. And um, honestly, I sometimes feel like athletes can't win for losing. It's like if they don't say nothing, then you kind of burn them for not saying anything. If they say something, it's like, no, just shut up and just be an athlete. Um, I rock with, you know, with his not only his response, but I love the fact that LeBron puts his money where his mouth is. He's always out in the field doing different things, bringing awareness to different things. And he understands his platform. And if more athletes understood that, we would see, you know what I'm saying, more people using their platform in a positive way. And we would probably see more positive change, you know, about the, the matters that we're talking about. So shout out to LeBron for always not shedding up and dribbling and fuck that other guy. Tell him to shut his ass up. <laughs> You. Well, um, okay, so here, here's something I want to clear up. I, I went and I actually listened to the interview uh, and saw like the, the actual transcript from the interview of, of that Zlatan gave. I love Zlatan as, a, as an athlete. He's just crazy. He's crazy as hell. And great. he does not give a fuck what people think. And he's great. He's 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 made great plays. Um, I don't think that Zlat. I think that the media ran with it a little when they said that he took a shot at LeBron because that's not what it sounded like to me when I heard him say it. What it sounded like to me was he was asked a question that put him in a difficult spot and he didn't answer it the best way he could have. He he. They asked him about what you know he thinks about people being involved in politics and they kind of asked him about that he's entitled to his opinion i don't agree with it I, I mean i feel like when you have that platform and you have that voice and you are a part of a group who has been um discriminated against and and gone through the people that black people have i feel like you have a right and responsibility to stand up for people like that because you have a voice that a lot of people from your culture from your background from your upbringing do not um However, 
I, I think it was stupid. I think the way that he said it was stupid. But again, I don't think it was a direct shot at LeBron James. And I think LeBron James answered back correctly. Like I'll never, he didn't say, you know, anything directly to, to Zlatan. He just said, you know, yo, like I would never not speak up. I would never not, you know, right. do what I'm doing. That's, that's his stance on it. And, and I'm glad that that's LeBron's stance on it. I feel it's a little hypocritical because at one point, I think if I remember correctly, Zlatan had talked about how one of the most influential athletes for himself was Muhammad Ali, who was obviously very involved in politics and in the front of a lot of different things politically and, and was not afraid to, to say what was on his mind. And I think that Zlatan's not a person who's necessarily afraid to say what's on his mind either. I just think that he's not somebody who wants to get into politics. He's not someone who wants to get in that conversation. He doesn't like being in that, you know, in, in that in that, in that position. Um, and even though I don't agree, you know, I, he's entitled to feel that. I think it was stupid for him to say it. He shouldn't have said it. He shouldn't have took the bait. But I think the media made this to be out. If If you haven't heard how he said it and what he said in the interview and like how the interview, the dialogue was going. If you haven't heard it, I, I encourage that you do because it doesn't excuse him for it, but it does provide an explanation, you know? And I think that the media had, had taken that a little bit further than, than it, it was meant to go. All right. So um, LeBron is my off the court goat. And it's because of things like this. LeBron always is a consummate professional and an, a defender of the culture. Um, he never, ever, um, he always walks close up to the line, but he never exceeds the line. You know, he never gets disrespectful, but he makes sure that his point is met, is his point is, is given, and he also makes sure that it's done with respect, and I respect that about LeBron James. Zlatan, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just tell you why. You're Swedish, my guy. Why are you even concerned with American issues or American athletes? If you're asked the question, should athletes involve themselves in politics, talk about Swedish athletes. Why are you talking about American athletes as if things are the same here? Well, the, the person bought up LeBron. That's why I feel like it's important to But to he's also that. aware that LeBron James is from Akron, Ohio, and he's aware that he's from Sweden. So what I'm saying is that all things are like, I'm not going to speak for a Canadian rapper, or no, I'm going to speak, I don't know, like, like I've met Russian rappers that have told me that there's real censorship. I don't know what this is about, so I'm not going to get into their social issues. Right. My social issue context or my social issue content is about you. you. Yeah, This is where I'm from. This guy is Swedish. So speak about those issues. Leave LeBron James out of it and deflect at all costs because you have no clue who LeBron James really is to his community. And as well, it's obvious by your response that you don't have any sort of insight as to what black plight has been in America. That's so if you don't know what black plight is in America, shut, shut your ass up. up. Shut the ass up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, don't and I- So I, I, I did the same thing you did Q and I actually listened to the interview. 
So I'm not saying that he came off as some arrogant person or he- That's came, all I was saying. <laughs> he didn't come yeah, up in some like- He just kind of- Teacher stance where he's like, no, you should do- No, that's not what yeah. he did. Then that's right. all I was saying. That's and all I was saying. I don't want to misconstrue it as that's what he did. That's why I brought that up. Right. But I'm going to close out and just say, if you are a Swedish citizen, worry about Swedish issues, bro. Yeah, or, or at least just be like, I don't know- how they would do it, but since I'm an athlete, this is my take on it, but yeah. whatever else anyone else do, I can't speak to. This is what I do with Swedish issues. I don't know what Americans do with American issues. I don't live there or I don't, I'm not from there. I, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All that, that we shouldn't evolve, we shouldn't involve ourselves and blah, blah, blah. What if LeBron James wants to run for president one day? Exactly, and I'm and and, and I'm I'm on a different side of the teeter totter with with uh, EQ. I do feel like he was tossing a little shade there. I feel like he took the bait and he gave a little shade because he could have worded that different where the shade wouldn't have even been assumed. He could have. I'm just saying. The me the media has a way, man. I'm not blame. I'm not. No, they do blame. instigate. I'm not taking. They do. I'm not. I'm not taking blame off of Zlatan. I'm not. Right, okay, like, okay. I'm, I'm with. I'm not taking blame off of him. It was a dumb answer. Like right. like I said that already. It was a dumb answer. It's a dumb answer. But I like, feel like he was. I feel like he was be, trying to give a little shade too. Though, like this nigga should shut the fuck up. I feel like I, that's what he was kind of trying to say. I don't feel that at all. I feel like I feel like LeBron and Zlatan have probably already talked. I feel like. We probably will see them take a picture or something like that together in the next couple months. And that's just how it is because that's how the media goes. There's right. a feud and then niggas talk and then it is what it is. And then all of a sudden. There's also double talk because English is not Zlatan's first language, right? So correct. So what what shut up and dribble means to a black American may not mean the same to a black Swedish no, person. Right. And so I'm that's saying, all I'm saying. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, just don't involve yourself in politics. Let that let politicians do what they do. The context of that for a black American mm. means something completely different. But that's what I'm saying. Because of even further, especially no, he, him being an international dude. It's like but he should have. He should have. But all I'm saying is that. That's part his fault, and it's also part of the media instigating. Yeah, that's what I'm they, saying. They a lot of a, a lot of these content they came out and they was like, "Oh, Zlatan's taking jabs at LeBron." I don't think that's what it was. I just think that he answered the question in a dumb way. I'm sure he probably regrets answering it the way that he did. I'm not saying but, that he changed. But his but in so Devil's that. Advocate though, because it's just like that other the UFC fighter that was like talking shit about LeBron. Like niggas do be taking moments. Oh, yeah. on LeBron. That was different. You talking that, about Kobe that, Covington or whatever? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was, but but, 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 bro, my, point, but my, my point, EQ, is this. If you know as an athlete that niggas get asked about LeBron and niggas go overboard, you should be a little sensitive like, hey, let me, unless you, because he could have no, worded this shit different is all no, I'm saying. And I, and I agree. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't I, know I, about listen. these niggas. I agree, but what I'm saying is, is that I'm also putting myself in the side, and it's not an excuse, it's an explanation. There's a difference where I'm just putting myself in the psychological shoes of Zlatan. This motherfucker don't seem like the type of dude who keeps himself up to date on pop culture, social issues, and the news. I well, feel like he comes off the soccer field and he goes back to the crib where he's got two or three bad ones just chilling at the house and his little small-ass fucking furry dog. He yeah, took I'm, the bait and But I'm saying this, though. I, 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 I can't give him 
less intelligence level of knowing how that things operate different in different yeah, regions of the exactly. world, right? So, so let, me finish, let, me, let me finish. Q, you and I have both been on tour internationally, right? Yes. And you are known for your lyrics and sometimes your social content. And I'm absolutely known for my lyrics and my social commentary, right? When I've gone to other countries and they've asked me in Germany, oh, so what do you think about this that da, 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 is going on with their country? I say, you know what? I don't really know German politics, so I don't really feel good speaking on that. Um, I, I just trust that, you know, whoever the activists are here, that they're taking care of that. But that's you psychologically, <laughs> but that's you psycho psychologically though. I can, I can have a five minute conversation with you and understand psychologically, you're a very careful and meticulous person. Zlatan does not come off like that to me. I feel I've like never heard him speak his native language. That's another thing too. He was answering in English, wasn't he? And, no, well, yeah, no, but, and, and from when I read everything, like I said, cause even after listening to it, I went back and I, and I looked at it and it was like, well, you know, it's stupid. It's dumb. I'm, I'm not absolving him. I'm just saying that. Yeah. I, he just, uh, yeah. He, he, you he don't feel like his, he took the bait. He didn't give the best answer. The intent yeah, was not bad. The okay. intent was not bad. There was no <laughs> negative intent. But it doesn't mean it wasn't stupid. That's uh, all I'm saying. He's still gonna have to choke on a bag of dicks, though. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so keeping on, on keeping on an NBA theme, somewhat with LeBron. I'm trying different transitions and shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> there's been a heated debate on who's the like who's the best player in the league right now. Like who's the MVP right now? Um, and I think my answer is probably gonna shock you guys. I'm gonna start with you, Doughboy. Who who's your MVP? Who's your your MVP and best player in the league right now? And if they're two different things, say so. It's a simple question. It's the same person, and he just happens to play for the greatest team in the world, and it happened to be my team, LeBron Nicholas James. I'm not sure if that's his middle name, but it's. <laughs> I don't think that it is. <laughs> LeBron Nicholas why, James. Yes, that's why that shit flow off the tongue. Yes, that's me. me. LeBron Nicholas, you can hear his mom saying, LeBron Nicholas, get off the goddamn phone. <laughs> but no, I think it's because given his age, he's long in the tooth and shit. And given the fact he lost his mans, like AD out, we don't know what's going on. And he still got it. The West is far more competitive than the East. He got to go up against monsters every night. And just the fact that he's still playing and still playing at a high level, still doing the things that he needs to do, I think it's LeBron by a long shot. And it's not even, uh, because he has to do so much more than score. KD, all you really ask him to do is score. You don't really ask him to motivate the other team. You don't ask him to play D for real. You ask him to score. Same thing with James Harden. Like you ask so much of LeBron to be a face of your franchise, motivate the young guys, be out there and contribute all the different things. And for those reasons, it's gotta be LeBron's. And I'll fire on either one of you niggas if you say anything less than that. I'm gonna take that as a threat and start pushing up to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is hard. Cause I, I want to say LeBron James. But I, you asked me who, okay, so the best player right now in the league, I think is still LeBron James. Thank you. Okay. The best player I think is still LeBron James. Cause Thank I think just, 
when he when you talk about all that goes into a player, mm-hmm. I think that he's still the best player. Yeah. But I think that if I'm if you're asking me who is going to be the M- NBA MVP, the but NBA MVP, who's the MVP right now? Watch it now. Watch it now. Right now, I think it's Joel Embiid. Okay. And the reason I say that is because okay. the Philadelphia 76ers, the expectations have teetered, right? We we go from looking at them as a major powerhouse threat two years in a row. They they had disappointing ends to their season. The last time that we saw, you know, the Philadelphia Sisters playing meaningful basketball was when they literally were three bounces and a drop shot by Kawhi Leonard away from winning the East. Um, I think that the way that he's playing this year is finally the, the Joel Embiid that we all expected. I think we we see him more than we don't. He plays more games than he doesn't, which is not something we've been able to say about him for most of his career. Uh, I think that the fact that he's contributing on the level that he is in the points and rebounds and defense, I mean, he's contributing all around um, to the, um, you know, to the success of the Philadelphia 76ers. I just think that, you know, the way that the league is constructed, they vote for storylines. I don't, I think LeBron is going to end up kind of like how Kobe did where it was like, he just didn't get as many MVPs as he should have. If we're being honest, LeBron could have won MVP a lot of years that he was in this league and he didn't, Um, you know? So, I mean, I think that the best player is still LeBron James. I think if we're, if we're going by NBA voting standards, not by mine, we're going by what I think the NBA sees. I think that Joel Embiid is the MVP. So I'm mad at that answer. Okay. Hey, Matt. All right. I, and I know who Jay, I know who this nigga's about to say. I know who he's, no, I know who he's about to say. Go ahead. I know he's about to say. The best player in the league to me is Kevin Durant. No, nigga, all he do is score. All the fuck, that's not, that's not true. No fucking disrespectful. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Oh, my bad, my bad. All he do is score and make burner accounts and speak out of turn because he can't even stand on his own words. My bad. I'm going to sock you out, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) He do be making burner accounts. So I'm like, nigga, you got a hundred million. Hey, that was some whole shit. I'm not going to front it. That doesn't discount the fact that he's the best player in the league. Over LeBron, but, nigga. But my MVP right now is James Harden. Get the fuck, nigga. And why? I, I knew this nigga was gonna say fight that. me, nigga. I fight knew this nigga me. was gonna say that, bro. Fight I'll beat me. your ass, nigga. <laughs> 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 All right, look. This is I why. knew he was gonna say okay. some shit. Okay. Why. This is why. Okay. Since James Harden has made the transition to being the full-time point guard. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's Did my fake make, fart noise for that. He's <laughs> made the transition to being a full-time point guard. He's averaging 25, 11 and a half, and eight and a half. Listen, I-, I okay, 11 man. and a half is the most assists in the league. He's shooting 49% from the field and 42%, or no, 39% from three. Even when KD- Look, they look, they ran through the whole Pacific Division in a row and ended up winning seven in a row before no, and I think their eighth game is tonight. They've had five games without no six games, I'm right, without KD 
in three of those games, in three of those games without Kyrie. And they've won all of them. And James Harden is just showing right now that he can just do what the fuck he wants to do. One game, he falls back because he's got all three of his guys, and he's at 21, 11, and 8. The next game, two of his guys are out. He puts up 38, 15, and 10 or something like that. This guy is fuck. He's on autopilot. He's one of these guys right now. So locked in, and I didn't know he had these gears. I'm gonna keep. I, up. You're right. I didn't know that he could do this. When he was playing in Houston, I thought he had one gear, and I assumed it based on what I saw, and I was dead wrong. James Harden has different gears, and he's showing that right now in front of our faces. And I low key also feel like he's the leader of that team. So, so I see how he's operating out there. I see the conversations that he's having. I see the celebrations he's he's choosing to take part in. We know that James Harden's a very intentional person, right? The conversations and celebrations he's choosing to take part of. I mean, the dude is 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 showing right now. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at that take. And somebody somebody was gonna have to put forth the Herculean effort to change their game. And as disgusted as I was with his last few weeks in Houston, I have been very impressed with his first few weeks for Brooklyn. So I'm not mad at that take, nigga. Okay, okay. Look, you didn't even want to hear that shit. Right. No, I'm nah. about to I'm about to put money on the Spurs tonight. That's what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Q lives in I'm, Vegas, so he can fucking do I'm, I'm downloading BetMGM right yeah, now. See, he can do that because he's in Vegas and shit. We can't do that here in L.A. Yeah. So that has been Worst Take, the sports show. Fellas, I'll introduce yourselves. Yes, I have been donating because I'm a classic nigga. Please like and subscribe to not only this page, but also the Worst Take page. You guys have a free five-week trial. We love you. You know what it is. My name is EQ. Doughboy, try. Another good day of arguing with y'all, bro. I love and my name is Triune, your co-host for the evening, morning, or whenever the fuck you're watching this. Yeah, Just nah, make sure that you comment, <laughs> you like, you subscribe, hit the notification bell so you can be notified when these episodes drop. And we'll be back at you on Friday. Sounds good. Talk soon. Yeah.